Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. True. Zany is great in a campaign. It's great on uh, on talk radio. What do you call it? Uncomfortable clarity? No. All right, go, go. <clears throat> I'm ready. And who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I don't think the Democratic Party should be surprised that so many Americans believe yada, yada, yada. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Ladies and gentlemen, from Studio C, dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Today, something known as a Thursday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, hated Republican President Barack Obama, who came in for quite a kicking last night on the debate stage. (laughs) 
You know, you've been saying lately, Jack, that Barack Obama couldn't win the nomination right now. That was clearly true last night. I mean, his policies were just kicked. So it would seem, I'm stealing this line from some analysts I saw, it would seem that the candidates on stage last night for the second Democratic debate of the second round of debates thought that their best bet was to appeal to that 3% of Democrats that didn't like Barack Obama. Right? Because he has a 97% approval rating among Democrats. But they thought, let's go after that 3% that doesn't like Barack Obama. Exactly. And really hone in on that. To really, really go after the 19 to 19 and a half year old woke crowd. Oh, man. So I, I uh, uh, in Democratic politics, I have to take my cues from analysts who like re- are really into it. Because I'm not really into Democratic policies. And it's always hard for me to measure what's good and what's not. Because it's just not my thing. If you've ever read or heard us talking about the, the, the fabulous book, A Conflict of Visions, mm-hmm. by Thomas Sowell, the different uh, sides of the political argument, you see the world in completely different ways. Right. Uh, All kinds of things. And it's, I mean, I can kind of like academically take it in, but I can't feel it the way I can. Well, it it sounds as if one candidate's advocating the country commit suicide by hanging, the other one by poison. And you think, uh, why why are you people cheering for that? (laughs) Right, so I'm not the best analyst of that sort of stuff. But so I'm watching MSNBC last night, which is the... Um, you know, that's that's the Democrats channel. I think C- I see CNN more as the we hate Trump channel and MSNBC more as it like it's the Democratic Party. It's a channel. subtle difference, but yeah. OK. Anyway, so their first two analysts after the debate, Claire McCaskill, former senator from Missouri, I think a moderate senator. She's what Democrats were for the last 80 years. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, so you got her. She's got a moderate de- Democrat. Then you got Joy Reid. Uh, uh, I can't believe she's even still on the air with some of the things she's done and said. She's part of the super progressive left wing of the Democratic, the modern Democratic Party. A chucker of bombs. So you got both of them together, and uh, they both say the same thing. And Joy Reid said, I don't think I've ever agreed with you, Claire McCaskill, on this show about anything. (laughs) But we both agree we almost turned the debate off because we couldn't believe they spent... 40 minutes to start attacking Barack Obama. Wow. They both said we could barely watch this debate. Yeah. Yeah. The moderate and progressive wing of the Democratic Party. Isn't that something? It is. It's astounding. We got a, we got a clip of Joe Scarborough uh, this morning from Morning Joe saying, "What are you people thinking? <laughs> Who advises you?" Yeah, th- but me you <laughs> You Which know, I find me. hilarious. I find the dark lining in a silver cloud. I'm just afraid there's too much time, and, and yeah, they'll be able yeah. to correct course. I agree. I agree. I, I, yeah. I think, yeah. There's not that many. Just the hardest of hardcore paid attention at this point. You know? Right. Oh, you're not normal if you are. And um, well, and I tell you what, uh, I have a professional interest in watching the thing. I have a personal interest in watching the thing. I'm fairly well read on the topics, and that. How long did they talk about health care again last night, Marshall? Quite a it bit. was it yeah. was forty minutes At least. or half and I couldn't yeah. tell. It went on forever. Yep. The differences between the plans that they yeah. shouted at each other so animatedly. Right. I was completely mystified ten minutes yes. in. And I'm picturing Mr. and Mrs. America who don't spend their time analyzing politics thinking I have no idea what you people are shouting at each other. Did right. you see who the Washington Post editorial board called the winner of last night's debate? I have not heard that. Trump. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I can believe that. Yeah. That's yeah. something, isn't yeah. it? I can believe the that. The Washington Post said Trump was the winner of last night's debate. God, it was so terribly <laughs> off-putting. That's amazing. All these people with all... And you know they're paying so-called geniuses gazillions of dollars to come up with this stuff. And then you get regular people and uh, and, and just kind of regular analysts and stuff saying, what are you doing? Right. Are you insane? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got more on that later and yeah. other stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is kind of exciting. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator. Oh, we got to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Have you seen the latest oh, on oh, him? Oh, yeah. Just what you told me off the air, yeah. which... I'm just, what? What? Yeah. The, the 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 amazing part about that is that you can be that crazy and pull it off if you're that rich. If you're that rich, yeah, you can be that crazy and have m- multiple presidents as friends, right. all the most important people in the world hanging out on your plane and ear house. Wait a you second, can be I'm so- that crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what was that? You're you're saying to your radio? Well, I know he's into teenage girls and stuff. Oh no 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 no. No. How about his plans for personally building a master race with his juices? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just a Yeah. Anyway, let's introduce our board operator, Michelangelo, who presses buttons, flips, toggles, and pulls levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I was on the uh, treadmill yesterday at the gym, and there was a guy to my left, and um, he was check- checking out this woman across the way, but he wasn't even subtle about it. It was to the point where it was that creepy stare, and he kept staring and kept staring. And at a certain point, I wanted to wave my arm in front of him <laughs> and offer him binoculars. He wasn't, like, licking his lips at her. <laughs> no, but like, it was just like, dude. Like what a cartoon the- wolf. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I mean, you know, if you want to take a quick peek or something, that's fine. But don't stare. I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> like the old cartoons where your tongue hangs out of your mouth and then you roll it up like a window blind. <laughs> yeah. You know, without getting too far into my personal psychology, it's it's become clear to me through the years. I'm a worrier. I worry about stuff, including stuff that'll be fine. And uh, I just wonder if that, and, and I've I've learned to stop it. And I wonder if that guy just decided at one point, yeah, you know, she's not going to go off with me, but I'm not really doing any harm. I'm just going to stare at women. <laughs> I know it's kind of creepy and gross, but... That's all right. <laughs> really? You want to be the creepy guy at the gym? That's, nah, a, that's an interesting cares. thing. To, None of these people know That's me. his role. He's, that's you know, an interesting thing to it, settle into. I think I'll just accept being the creepy guy at the gym. You know what? All I'm the grateful. girls talk about me. I always look down. I'm a gentleman, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm grateful for, Jack, speaking of cartoon wolves, is that your eyes don't actually pop out when you see an attractive woman as a heterosexual man. I mean, if your eyeball's actually visibly distended a foot in front of your face, you know, that'd be so embarrassing. Um, There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Oh, off to a rough start today. Made it into work and uh, was here for quite some time before I realized, oh, no, I don't have my phone charger. My phone was not plugged in uh, last night. I'm currently at 28%. It was At one point, it was down to about 12%. I found some exposed wires. I just jammed them into the, <laughs> nice. the charging socket. <laughs> Got it up works. to about 30. Uh, so I, uh, we're going to see if I can make it throughout the rest of the show with 28% battery life. <laughs> I because if I don't, I'm telling you right now, I'm going home. Because <laughs> I can't function. There's no reason for me to be here if, Boss, I, if my phone's dead. Well, I'd like I can, to remind I, you of company policy, no personal calls at work. I think maybe, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's personal phone calls. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, I think many bosses would probably uh, understand that. I can't do anything today because I don't have my phone. Oh, well, go home. What are you doing here? <laughs> do you think you're going to help here? We do you need me to call be... an Uber for you? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> 
I think I got a charger in my car I can bring in. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I, uh, I'm doing very well. I'm following up on a, a tip that Joe Getty passed along yesterday. I have emailed the Brandon Vermont Chamber of Commerce to find out more about this Marshall Phillips Road <laughs> yes. that runs through their area. You've been talking about, I don't know, maybe you, you, you go live somewhere else, you retire someday, and yeah. I'm telling you, you don't go there, you're a fool. Well, playing I, out like a Dan Brown novel. You're going to end up in like some sort of penthouse <laughs> of an Illuminati party and... I, Jeffrey Epstein doing something unspeakable. Oh, geez. Oh, I'm asking the uh, Chamber of Commerce about the importance of my namesake to that part of the country. If there may be any property or an estate involved, uh, you know, what honors might be afforded to me. <laughs> Do you have any idea? Was uh, was that Marshall Phillips? It, I'm assuming it was named after you. But if it wasn't, <laughs> Civil War hero, the I inventor have, of the, uh, the five-string it. banjo, I have, anything? I have tried to find out what the connection is, and it just says marshall phillips road it shows you know the road and apparently there is there's some property involved wow, there's a hello. wooded area oh well, well, well now you have <laughs> yes. my the line of inheritance figure yeah, that out yeah. Yeah. fantastic so. uh i'm jack armstrong he's joe getty on this it is thursday august 1st a brand new month the rent is due the year 2019 the rent gets too damn high <laughs> we are armstrong and getty and we approve of this program all right let's begin the show now officially according to fcc rules and regulations and cnn debate guidelines at mark all right mics are on are the mics on <laughs> so yes is- grandpa joe the mics are on <laughs> so is joe biden saying, thinking probably that it was secret, and it probably should be. I don't know that you should need to mic those people then, but anyway. I don't think you do. Um, uh, uh, saying to Kamala Harris, go easy on me, kid. Yeah. Was that a uh, was that gamesmanship, or was that just an old, old Uncle Joe being Uncle Joe and friendly and that sort of stuff? Man, he's been around a long time. I mean, just because he's got that G-Wiz, uh, aw shucks, regular guy, kindly Uncle Joe thing going, he knows politics. I think that was some solid gamesmanship. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. Not a bad strategy. Yeah. And then uh, she went with the... Not uh, happening, Granddad. <laughs> and then she went with the clubber Lang from Rocky T, uh, from Rocky Three. Yeah. Uh, my prediction, pain. That's what she went with. <laughs> what did she say? I, I don't know. I didn't understand it. I don't know. I think she thought to herself, I'm going to knife you. Unless I find out five seconds before I knife you that knifing doesn't pull, then I'm going to come out anti-knife. I've seen some reviews of her performance that weren't flattering, but... Uh, no, you know. indeed. Yeah. More on that later. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Biden-Harris top targets at last night's debate. The story of the convicted child rapist Jeffrey Epstein just got even creepier. And a warning about a possible hacker-induced Carmageddon coming up. Biden was the target, but they attacked policies that were Barack mm-hmm. Obama's and he yes. was the vice president for, yes. which is really interesting as the... Only president to be elected with over 50% of the vote yes. since Eisenhower, the only Democrat since Roosevelt, to pull that off, and uh, you're going to go after him. As you I do point out, though, Barack Obama's approval rating has declined to 97% among Democrats. <laughs> right. So there <laughs> is an opening. It'd be like running against Ronald Reagan as a Republican. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. It's really something. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It covers a lot of different ground. Not politics obsessed. Fantastic. Jack. The panoply of the human experience. Wow, a panoply. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. I'll have the panoply with cheese. I'd like the panoply platter, please. And, <laughs> Stay tuned uh, the, uh, the beer flight. and uh, All yeah. on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We just did a fair amount of debate analysis. We got more with Marshall coming up in a little bit. The headline being that uh, why did they decide that attacking Barack Obama's administration was a good idea as he's the most popular Democrat in like 70 years. But so uh, more on that later. Great example of primaryitis. What happens to candidates? But uh, and, and 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 people th- th- overthinking things. Yes, strategists and well, whatnot. Let's make this a more or less politics-free zone. Sure. It's mailbag. First of all, your freedom-loving quote of the day from Teddy Roosevelt, who you know ushered in uh, the era of gigantic, powerful federal government in a lot of ways. Some for the good, some not so much. But he said this had some very interesting ideas about race. You talk oh, about yeah. wouldn't play today. Holy cow. Mm. To educate a man in mind. Mm. Can I try that again? To educate a man in mind and not in morals is to educate a menace to society. Education, intelligence unmoored from morality, a danger. And where does that come from? Because it's not at, from the schools. So parents well, and churches and yes, it is from the schools now. It's the secular humanism of progressives. Mm. That's the new religion. And this is from Ian and Tijuana, who we uh, saw just the other day. Shout out to you. Living among Latinos, I've picked up a Latin phrase and adopted it for my life. And I'm going to slaughter this because I never learned to speak uh, Latin. Pride autumn von vincere die. Do the day before the day does you. Or, as uh, the fabulous band Muse put it, don't waste your time or time will waste you. And then he suggests it's time to freshen up our slogan, which is, of course, the conscience of the nation. He suggests the voice of the dark psychic force. (laughs) (laughs) It would be an honor. Let's see, moving along. The first female hacker, no, writes Jay. I was intrigued with the idea of the first super-famous female hacker, woman power, etc., but it ain't so. She, the, the hacker who hacked into Chase Bank, was it? Pointed out was uh, is actually a male who changed her name in 2009. Uh, I saw her picture in the paper, and Jay, who is a woman, thought, that's a guy, and read the article. Um, let's see. And while we're on the subject of uh, sex, so to speak, uh, you know, male-female, about the woman who peed on potatoes in Walmart. All the guys I heard talked and joked about it, but I and every woman I know thought the same thing. How the heck did she oh, that, do it? That's right. That's funny. It didn't Vegetables even occur to me. are on tables, right? Does Obviously, this woman climb up? Climb up? It's a different situation for the ladies. Right. There's hardly a shelf in the supermarket I couldn't urinate on if I was of a mind to. I'm not. Congratulations on your stream. I want... <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, good prostate to, health is no joke. A thing to brag about. I, uh, I, I, yeah, I would like to know more about this alleged crime. 
Moving along, Barry from Thailand, longtime friend of Armstrong and Getty. One thing in common, the national debt and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan have a common denominator. It affects almost no one in the U.S., so as long as that's the case, nothing changes. People ignore it, because only adults think about things and worry about things that don't directly affect them, but affect the country. And We're seeing the death of adulthood in the current age, Jack. That's going to be my new quickie talk show host book. Counter being an adult sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. Yeah. Oh, man, we've got this great story about delivering food for a living. Uh, we'll have to get to that in the next half hour or so. More debate analysis with Marshall's News next, and there's some interesting stuff there. Armstrong and Getty. Not to suck the air out of what we're about to do. That's kind of like, you know, my thing. What's the matter but, with you, you air sucker? And, and I'm going to talk about the debate because I like the sport of running for president. For whatever reason, it's a sport I enjoy following. But a guy named Dave Weigel pointed out in a tweet, and I just saw it. Keep in mind, Clinton was a strong debater who made one gaffe over two campaigns in many debates. And after almost every debate she was ever in was hailed as a great debater. And was was the winner of every debate against Trump in every snap poll. And she never got over and won an election. Mm. So the whole you want to... In short, these as we said before the debate started weeks ago, debates are way overrated as, as having anything to do with who becomes president. Right. Way, 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 way overrated. And, and Lonnie Chen, we're going to talk to later today, our favorite uh, analyst said it's it's like a 24 48 hour news cycle out of a debate and then it's just back to whatever it was before on the other hand jack debates are not overrated as a source of people saying really mean things to each oh, other oh yeah oh yeah it's still entertaining and i enjoy oh, yeah. it it's just it's impact you know you know the point is hillary was great at it and what good did it do her so anyway, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the second night of the latest Democratic primary debate series, and it was clear early on who the targets would be. Joe Biden and ties with Obama policies and California Senator Kamala Harris under attack from rivals across the stage. Yet New Jersey Senator Cory Booker and New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio teaming up on Biden about the number of deportations carried out during the Obama administration. Did you say those deportations were a good idea? Or did you go to the president and say, this is a mistake, we shouldn't do it? Which one? I was vice president. I am not the president. I keep my recommendation in private. Unlike you, I expect you would go ahead and say whatever was said privately with him. That's not what I do. What I do say to you is he moved to fundamentally change the system. That's what he did. That's what he did. But much more has to be done. Much more has to I be done. I still don't hear an answer. Senator Booker, please respond. <laughs> well, a couple things. First of all, Mr. Vice President, you can't have it both ways. You invoke President Obama more than anybody in this campaign. You can't do it when it's convenient right. and then dodge it when it's not. Biden unwilling to defend the evil Obama administration. <laughs> On a number of fronts. Their evil health care policy that left so many people behind. And their evil immigration policy. You know, if you like people arguing and casting aspersions, that was a really good one by Cory Booker. It will do him no good. He will never be president. (laughs) But it was a decent shot. What's that? Neither will Biden. Oh, analysis (laughs) from Positive Sean, the producer. It was an interesting strategy, though, as uh, like every commentator I came across last night as I was just flipping through the channels. 
Why are you attacking Obama administration policies instead of Trump? Why are you not standing on stage making it clear to everyone, I'm the best person to take on that bastard Trump? Right. Which is what Democrats are hungering for. Right. The not best analysis to... I heard was that it was, and again, it was from Paul Begala, who said every sentence Joe Biden uttered should have ended with, and that's why I'm the guy who can beat Trump. But instead, he got into these arguments over Arcania and health care policy and, and, you know, 70s busing or whatever. Please. <laughs> another, another attack last night, not against Biden, but against Harris, when Representative Tulsi Gabbard Cute! <clears throat> slammed the former California DA's record as a prosecutor. She put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. As the elected attorney general of California, I did the work of significantly reforming the criminal justice system of a state of 40 million people which became a national model for the work that needs to be done and I am proud of that work and I am proud of making a decision to not just give fancy speeches or be in a legislative body and give speeches on the floor but actually doing the work so an interesting insight from Ryan Williams last night was uh, that Tulsi Gabbard I guess they all have to do this you're not allowed to bring notes with you on stage i have no idea why it gets back to the stupidity of debates yes let's see how good you are at memorization and quick one-liners because right. that's what being president is oh exactly it's it's a game show <laughs> it's, well, it's it's like a talk it's, show it's <laughs> memory you're when you're president you're not allowed to use notes right or get any help from anybody you have to remember things right. and you have 45 seconds to design a policy <laughs> right. China just invaded Taiwan. Go! And it's all about zingers. Right! <laughs> so it's right. Right. That's what Xi Jinping said. Ah, you won the trade war! You won! So debates are stupid on every level. Oh, so yeah. you're not allowed to bring notes out for some reason. Right. Well, that'd be unfair to someone. <laughs> right. But anyway, so uh, Tulsi Gabbard, what was clear as they were watching it is she had in her mind the laundry list of ways she was going to go after Kamala Harris because I guess she feels like there's a woman lane and she wants to get that or something. But anyway, I don't know. so she, you go out there and there's a pad and pencil and so you get everything memorized, kind of like I did when I took tests. Memorize everything out in the hallway and then get in there and write it down as fast as you can. Ah, um, yes. But she, 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 she got to the podium, she jotted all these things down and then was able to reference them when she did her screed against Kamala Harris. You know, we, we received an email that we'll share with you in a little bit from a listener who was trying to analyze what some of the power dynamics were. And I thought it was pretty insightful. But uh, I'm trying to figure out why is Tulsi Gabbard coming loaded for the Golden Bear? Uh, uh, former AG Kamala Harris. They're Unless like, it's the woman lane thing. Which I don't think exists. I don't think there's a thing. I don't think that's a thing. I think there's a po- there are different policy lanes. I don't think there's a gender lane. Tulsi Gabbard's definitely in the, oh, running for president. That's interesting. Would you like to, you know, have lunch sometime? Lane. Oh, boy. <laughs> what a cutie. <laughs> Place. Joyce dresses to Tell please. Me more. Joyce dresses to please the eye, also. <laughs> and I gotta but tell why you, in the world yeah. would they not allow you to bring notes on stage? That just shows you how stupid the whole thing is. I've carefully prepared my responses and points I want to make. 
That sounds like put the sort that of, ass in the shredder. That sounds you like the, it, this is a glib fest. That sounds like the sort of preparation you want out of a president. <laughs> oh, no, the ability no, 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 to summarize cheating. things. And, no, no, no. Having more knowledge than you can hold in your head at this moment on a stage—that's cheating. <laughs> it's inexplicable. And then, and then, just to make sure you know, it's a clown show. Yes. They got Don Lemon. So please, <laughs> along those same lines, during the give and take last night, businessman Andrew Yang summed up the debate. Love the Yanger. Summed up the debates this way. Instead of talking about automation in our future, including the fact that we automated away 4 million manufacturing jobs, hundreds of thousands right here in Michigan, we're up here with makeup on our faces and our rehearsed attack lines playing roles in this reality TV show. It's one reason why we elected a reality TV star as our president. (laughs) We need to be laser focused on solving the real challenges of today. What was his opening line that got cheers? I'm the opposite of Donald Trump. I'm an Asian guy who likes math. Who likes math, Um, yeah. uh, He was the Marianne Williamson of night two. He, he's Marianne Williamson with a with a an operating system that functions. Well, yeah, he could actually he's he could he will end up in a cabinet. She's not yeah. going to. Yeah. I I would like to see him hanging around just because uh, you know, with all due respect to, to our moniker, the conscience of the nation, he's really kind of playing that role on the Democrat debate yeah. stage, calling them on their their poo. He he's very relaxed. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. he won some survey of who looks like they're having the most fun running yeah, for president, yeah. which oh. he certainly does. Speaking of poo, how about Cory Booker dropping an S-bomb? Very, <laughs> very unfortunate. <laughs> Should we play that later? Sure, if you want to. Hmm? There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. He said uh, he, he was referring to S-holes. Countries and cities. Yeah, the president once said, and he actually Make sure said you put countries after you talk about what, what he was referring yeah, to. Thank there. you. That was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> um, isn't that his second S bomb? Didn't he drop a bull S bomb? I'm sure he did. That sounds familiar. Is that his hook with Andrew Yang? It's the guaranteed income with Cory Booker. It's S bombs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a wonder they haven't uh, nominated him unanimously already. Um, what America needs is more people saying S. <laughs> So, again, the Washington Post declared the winner of last night's debate Trump, mostly because the nonstop attacks on the Obama policies, which he's the most popular president, uh, certainly the most popular Democratic president in in forever, in almost everybody who's living's lifetime. Yeah. So, that's a hell of a move. Yeah. It's a hell of a move. Yeah. As Joe Carter, do you have the Joe Scarborough clip? Uh, Yeah. But the, the, well, we'll play it later. What are you thinking? <laughs> I saw Lawrence O'Donnell say this is this is the uh, this is the indication that there is no leader of the Democratic Party. If you had a leader anywhere, you would get all these people in a room and say, "Look, here's two things you got to remember: one, no attacking the Obama administration or its policies. It's the most popular thing we've done in in over uh, half a century, right? And two, don't say anything about an opponent that could end up in a Republican ad in the general election." And they, they violated that constantly wow. last night. Good luck getting that second one. Just because, you know, your second-tier people, they know you get a lot of attention by attacking. If you're really, really good, you can win without that. But there ain't many of them that are really, really good. You can spell out a vision and, and express it in terms that cause the human spirit to soar uh, if you're really, really good. But they're not. So they go with the, uh, Joe Biden's a fascist and hates brown people. 
And, and and he was aided in that by the white supremacist president, Barack Obama. Well, yeah, in particular, the particular angle of it, though, it seemed to me, was you were vice president and didn't do enough to stop these terrible policies. Right. That was the specific attack. There you were right next to the president, and you let him get away with that immigration policy and that health care plan. How dare Are you? Are you kidding? Yeah, I know. The signature accomplishment of the Obama administration, Obamacare, which now polls at like 85% among Democrats, and they're beating him up for not standing up right. against that policy. Well, what? I, I tell you what, if I did not have to do this job, I would be unaware of how way out there the woke left is. I mean, they're nuts. And a lot of them vote in the Democratic primary. And so they're, those uh, candidates on stage are dancing to a tune that a lot of you haven't heard. But it's more and more prevalent on the college campuses on outward. You got your activist 24-year-olds who've just emerged from the gentle tutelage of these lunatic social professors and women's studies professors who are teaching them all this crazy stuff, this intersectionality insanity. And, they, and, 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 they and man, the, the candidates are dancing to that bizarro tune. Well, and they only hang around people like them, and they think everybody thinks that way. Right. They have no idea how out of the mainstream understates it. Right. You're out of, like, the whole stream. You're up on the shore. <laughs> exactly. Um, how crazy and dangerous was Jeffrey Epstein? If you haven't heard this story, it's something. Oh, man, and we've got so much great stuff to get to. We'll sprinkle it in, uh, sprinkle the debate stuff in. But uh, a, a video of none other than Elijah Cummings, Mr. Righteous, Mr. How Dare You Insult Baltimore, saying terrible things about Baltimore. Awesome. Oh, boy. Could the world get any phonier? All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's tired old language. The I will stand by. Please stand by. So uh, there was a lot of heckling during the debate last night, which and we have very bad news for chanters and hecklers. Nobody has any idea what you're chanting. <laughs> You didn't accomplish anything other than annoying everyone. I flipped back a couple of times. I called my wife in. I said, hey, hon, can you figure out what they're saying? She listen. Mm-mm. He was married to Jill. Nice job by CNN to be completely flummoxed, though, and like nobody in the booth figure out, let's just leave the camera on uncomfortable Cory Booker. For an uncomfortably long time for the audience. Right. Both he and Biden victimized by the, am I supposed to keep talking? I'm having a really hard time and concentrating. Then, and then this Jake, better not come out of my time. And then Jake, on the grill! And then Jake Tapper or whoever, don't jump in and try to sort of smooth things over. Just let this weirdness hang out there. Right. <laughs> I, think, I think the second or third time it happened, Don Lemon was asking the question. He turned around, hey, be, be polite, people. People, yeah, <laughs> battle, be courteous. That'll that'll work. Yeah, because they that was they just forgot to be courteous. Is why they're screeching <laughs> at the candidate. Well, oh, and, that's right. Courtesy. I should have thought of that. Well, and at one point, I don't. I can't remember if it was old Uncle Joe or Cory Booker. Oh, we we're going to do the Epstein stuff. Yes. Here. Sorry. Yeek! We'll talk about that later. Yes. More debate coming up. <laughs> Joe, Je- shut shut up. 
Shut up, Joe! So I'm going to do a certain amount of assuming you know who Jeffrey Epstein is. Gazillionaire, friends to all the most important people in the world, including multiple presidents. International pervert. And a pedophile, and I hope he rots in jail. Right. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, there's also this. Jeffrey Epstein dreamed of improving humanity by using his sperm to impregnate scores of women at his Mm. New Mexico ranch. Mm. I just looked at a picture of his New Mexico ranch. It looks like a college campus Mm. on hundreds of acres. It's amazing. He, uh, I'm reading the New York Post version. He, the story comes out of the New York Times, but the New York Post is better at crystallizing the key points because that's what they do. And the writing's more fun. <laughs> right. Jeffrey Epstein also wanted his penis and head frozen after death so mm. that they could eventually be reanimated, according to a report that came out yesterday. He had cultivated... How about your arms and legs? No. Nah. He had cultivated uh, scientists into, what, what is that phrase you said he does? He collected people. Ah, yes. And so uh, business people, politicians, and it turns out scientists, some of the top scientists in the world, Nobel Prize winners, Harvard professors, that he donated gazillions of dollars to their various this and that, became friends with the hammer of his house, and was working on this project. Uh, to freeze his noggin and his schwanz? <laughs> It's quite a project. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I mean, the noggin freezing is kind of billionaire boys club level one stuff. I mean, right. that's the once you got a billion, I, it's obvious that's one of the things you're doing. Sure. Yeah, boy, refinishing a picnic table seems like a project to me. He's, <laughs> he's getting his head and, and schwanstuka frozen. That's one, something. One prominent scientist told the New York Times that Epstein's goal was to have 20 women at a time impregnated on his 33,000 square foot Zorro ranch outside of Santa Fe. 20 at a time would be pregnant. You need to set goals. I'm going to have a lot of women pregnant all the time. No, that's the that's the, the words of a loser. Goals. Um, you fail to plan, you plan to fail to impregnate hundreds of women. Epstein was inspired by the Repository for Germinal Choice, a controversial sperm bank stocked by high-achieving white males. Reportedly included as many of five Nobel Prize winners. He, the, and a couple of talk show hosts. The, no names, please. <laughs> the, please. Su- the scientists believe that Epstein, uh, now a can well, he, he, before he got arrested, he was a convicted pedophile, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would use his dinner parties to scream attractive women with impressive academic credentials as potential mothers for his children. So he's not only sexing up, you know, high school girls, children, he was also trying to get close to these hot women that he also thought was smart so that he could impregnate them at his ranch. I don't know how he thought he was going to get them to go along with that. Money. That'd be my guess. Uh, the, the, the times Money did... or slip him a Mickey and then uh, go turkey baster as they slumber. The I don't re- know. He's a maniac. The report doesn't make clear whether Epstein planned to have sex with the women or rely on artificial insemination. Uh, there's no evidence that he made good on this, uh, this scheme. Uh, Epstein was a strong proponent. He's 66 years old of transhumanism, a belief that human evolution can be furthered through science and technology. And he wanted to have his penis and head cryogenically preserved for some reason. (laughs) His penis. I know. Dude, that's not even, you know, uh, it'd be your testicles if, I mean, you're really down that road uh, to Wackadooville. You didn't spend enough time talking to these scientists. (laughs) Yeah, Freezing no your penis is not going to do anything for anyone. Yeah. You nut yeah. job. Yeah. What a freaking nut job. Although my metal band Frozen Penis is headlining Lollapalooza this year, so I hope you all can come. You didn't go with cryogenic genitalia? <laughs> Nobody could say it right. <laughs> they would tell uh, 
you know, Siri to play it, and she'd get it wrong all the time. Baby Shark. <laughs> play Baby Shark? No! So he believed his uh, genes were so important to the human race and the furthering of white males, perhaps? I don't know. So was he an actual racist? Well, he's he's Jewish, right? I mean... And and by the way, I hate to even go down this road because I find all of it repugnant and very Nazi-ish. The, the b- branding people with their ethnicity always, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, but but no. wh- where did he come up with freezing his penis? I don't know. He did was he? thinking about his favorite body parts. He started with his noggin. That's sensible. <laughs> and then he thought, well, hey, my penis is always, you know. Well. More debate analysis coming up. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.